Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I, of course, am your host, the voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Profita. And back with me for our weekly podcast, your favorite libertarian ANCAP podcast, Justin Hill, Billy Boy Campbell. What's happening, man? Oh, nothing too much. Been a long week of work and uh I actually get to go feel old this weekend. Um, have my 20-year high school reunion tomorrow. Oh, shit. You're going to it, huh? Uh, I funded it. So, yes, I'm going. Oh, what a big man you are. <laughs> when we did the 10-year, uh, nobody was really nobody would really commit to chipping money in. And so it was kind of a, I, I don't know, it was lackluster, to, to put it mildly. And not a lot of people showed up. So, like, I don't, I don't want that to be a problem again like let's book a let's book a venue get it catered like let's do it for real and everybody just show up and so so i decided to just make that happen we'll see i'm i'm excited uh it sounds like a lot of a lot of the people that i actually want to see are going to show up so so that'd be cool cool man how many people were in your graduating class oh shit uh we we had the biggest graduating class in the school and it was 50 people so (laughs) oh man that's uh that is fucking hilarious i think my graduating class had like three thousand kids in it (laughs) that's that's more people than we had in the entire school district (laughs) yeah yeah and i think yeah it's been about 20 years for me too Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I never go to that shit though. So whatever. I'm, I'm a little busy here. I got my hands full. I think we were both up pretty late last night. Cause I, I put out a rant at about one o'clock in the morning and I think you fucking liked it. <laughs> uh, I was working. So, and, and last night was last night was rough. This, this whole week has been rough. And I, I needed stuff to, uh, to keep me up and going. I, uh, I will from time to time, and I got made fun of this earlier today. I will from time to time duck out and go hide in my boss's office and take like a, I take a 13 minute nap because at 15 minutes, my computer times out and I have to like turn it back on. So if I, if I go and I set a timer and I take a 13 minute nap, then I can get back to my computer before it times out and I don't have to start stuff back up. Uh, did you got to get the mouse jiggler? <laughs> it's uh, You don't have to install it. You just plug in this thing into your USB and it'll wiggle your mouse for you constantly. You can take the longest nap that you want. <laughs> it's fucking, you know, it's going to be employee of the month for you pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been uh, it's been hectic over here. That's the reason why we're only doing one episode this week. I just, I'm fucking slammed with stuff, fixing shit around the, uh, the condo here, working, ranting and raving and trying to keep up with the news. We do have uh, some stuff going on. Um, I have a couple things in the stack here, but I guess the big news was, was it, it was yesterday was the January 6th hearing. Yeah. Those started yesterday. Started yesterday. And how much attention have you been paying to this? Let's be honest with the audience here. I don't think anybody is actually paying attention to it, except for the people who have dedicated the past. I, I don't know. What is it? 16 months to screeching about how it was the worst thing since Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Nobody, no average American gives a single solitary shit about this. Yeah. Who's being honest? Like I I couldn't imagine after going through what was 2020 
especially the summer of 2020, the, the biggest riots I've seen in my lifetime. Um, they have to be the biggest riots since what, the sixties, maybe there was something bigger. I don't know. I don't think so. It was across the whole fucking country. It's um, possible. So there was a, uh, after, Oh, Trayvon Martin. And then what was the kid in, uh, in Missouri, Michael Brown. And then oh, there yeah, was, then, then there was, too. yeah. So it was like Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, and then Freddie Gray. And after that, there was a big march that went from New York city to Washington, DC. Um, so I th- like, I, but that was very organized and it was just, just really in that one part of the country. I mean, there were other like protests and stuff that went on at that time, at that same time, but nothing, nothing to that scale, but yeah. And I, I don't know if that was even as big as, as any of that or uh, as this. Yeah, certainly not in terms of damage, property damage and violence. You know, what else is funny is that um, every time they fucking get riled up about something, they never get it right. (laughs) Like George Floyd was the closest they came to having a justified reason to fucking riot in the streets. Like uh, the Trayvon Martin, the hands up, don't shoot, like all of it, like all that turned out to be complete bullshit. The, the media narrative that whipped everybody into a frenzy with the George Floyd thing. We had the video so you could see it. Um, so th- I guess that made a little more sense from that perspective, but uh, to, to like, you know, idolize George Floyd, like he's this fucking angel from above is, is really you know, <laughs> stretching the fucking truth to say the least. I mean, that guy was a fucking degenerate. Now that doesn't mean that he should get his fucking neck stomped on for you know eleven minutes or whatever it was. But well, that's the that was the thing about the whole you know riot season of summer of twenty twenty was they had the general public support until they started looting targets and burning down hardware stores. It's like, like everybody was on your side, and you couldn't just like not be fucking psychopaths. That's right. Seems like a, you know, the bar was set low and you still managed to trip over it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, if you wanted to, like, if you wanted to fuck up your cause, I can't think of any better way to do it than to destroy half the country over a few months and scare everybody half to death. So I, I just can't imagine going through that and then looking at what happened on January 6th and being more mortified by the january 6th insurrection than everything that took place leading up to it (laughs) well like what only a handful of people died in this insurrection one of them was shot by a cop so so you got that and then the police officers who died none of them actually died of injuries from anything protest or uh or coup or riot related they it was all really suspicious really weird stuff uh, surrounding all of their deaths in the aftermath so yeah well i the one guy that died like the next day he had a stroke right he had a fucking stroke like i could drop out of a stroke this afternoon and you can't fucking blame it on something that happened to me yesterday uh you never know when a stroke is gonna hit so like and and they were trying to blame that on the riot or like they're I just can't remember a time when the corporate press was genuine about reporting a story. Like they're really getting fucking out of control. I can't believe that people, that there's still a lot of people looking to these people for news, for answers, for the truth in any stretch of the imagination. They haven't gotten a story right in years, years. Like the, and and not just they haven't gotten it right, they've gotten it 180 degrees wrong. <laughs> like, and every time it's been proven that they've gotten it wrong, that it's and people have come out like, uh, you know, uh, Edward Snowden and um, oh, shoot, uh, Assange. Like, anytime these information actually comes out proving, hey, not only has the government been doing all of this bullshit, but the media has been lying about it this whole time. Those people literally get run out of the country and have to go seek asylum somewhere else because they're they are now considered uh, traitors. Yeah, 
Yeah. And so that really shows you how interested in the truth they actually are. They don't want any, if if you actually preach the truth, you know, truth is treason in the empire as uh, to the empire as Ron Paul, the great Ron Paul would say Uh, they, they're not interested in it. They're interested in, I don't know, you know, I, I would just say destroying the country, just destroying it. They have no regard for people's well-being whatsoever. They they will fucking promote a story, a you know, get it completely wrong and promote it, fan the flames to 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 get race riots like in Chicago and shit. Like people will fucking die based on their bullshit reporting and they won't fucking bat an eye to do it if it pushes their agenda if it gets them clicks it's fucking despicable it is absolutely despicable and here they go with the january 6th the insurrection which you know if they get away with uh what they're trying to do here the the slippery slope that that would put us on you know, basically being able to declare anybody, anybody in your political opposition, a domestic terrorist, and you can throw them in a fucking hole for the, you know, without due process for the rest of their lot. They're fucking like, there are people there. They're just fucking in solitary confinement right now because they walked through a building. And the crazy thing about it is it's, it's everybody was recording it. Like there were multiple multiple live streams going on all day long of the entire thing. Everybody was recording it. And you can, you can watch all of Trump's incredibly lackluster, disheartening speech that supposedly like drummed this whole crowd up into a frenzy, which was not at all what it did. Like he didn't, he didn't suggest that in any way. And then you can see the, uh, capitals, the Capitol Police, like effectively open the gates and let people in. You can watch as the Buffalo Shaman and others are literally escorted through the building by security. And <laughs> yeah, like if the doors are open, if they open the doors to the building and you walk in, how can they really fucking charge you with anything? Remember, there's the one that like they walk into the into the Senate chamber and uh, and the security guard is in there like, hey, look, this is like a really sacred place. Y'all can't be in here. And and the Buffalo Shaman dude is like, yeah, it's all good. I'm gonna make sure they don't, you know, do anything stupid. And he's like, OK, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh, insurrection. What? The you know, the the biggest fucking thing. what did uh, how did Kamala Harris put it? She was like. <laughs> She was like, Pearl Harbor, World War II, the Holocaust, January 6th. <laughs> Just like, that's what we're lumping this in with. Like 9-11, Pearl Harbor, January 6th. I think those were like, those are the top three as far as she's concerned. Well, I it's, mean, AOC did fear for her life, you know, on all the way. Uh, in a completely the, separate area. Yeah, yeah like Different six building. blocks down the street or something. God, it is the the these people are fucking shameless. They are fucking shameless, and they will just keep going. Like they're gonna keep going with this. They're gonna keep tugging at these threads to try to get the fucking power to just brutalize their political opposition. And the media is perfectly, you know, content going along with it for a couple of reasons. One, yeah, it gets them a lot of clicks and a lot of eyes on their shows that people normally probably wouldn't watch. But it also just fucking distracts from the train wreck that is the Biden presidency. Like, here's what here's something that we can blame on Trump. We can keep the focus on Trump, even though like nobody cares. It, it, like sane people do not give a shit about Donald Trump anymore. He's gone. He's out of office. Will he run again? You know, they're, they're going to use this to try to get him to not run again as well. Like, that's part of their other fucking agenda. But like, just so, just fucking move on. I've wondered how long like mainstream media could continue to remain relevant by just running the Trump narrative, the anti-Trump narrative at infinitum, because eventually like he's not in office. People are going to get fed up with it. And they did seem to back off, back, uh, back away from it for a while. But I think because it's primary season and he's been giving endorsements to different candidates and 
a lot of those candidates that he's given endorsements to have won. I don't think it has anything to do with his endorsement. They're actually legitimately good candidates, but uh, you know, that's neither here nor there. Like, because it is the election season and he's kind of back in the news or he's giving out those endorsements, they have a little bit of a, an opportunity to, to use that name and to like push the, the outrage. But like, if it wasn't for the fact that the media has just spent literally the last six years drumming up Donald Trump is the Antichrist or whatever, like, this would be a non-story. Yeah. Yeah. There's that, that is a pretty good point about the timing of this. Yeah. I'm sure it's not coincidental (laughs) that it's leading up to fucking uh, November. Right. And and they're, they're running with this because they have nothing else to go on. The the media is not interested in reporting on the inflation that we're going to get into in a little bit here. They're not interested in, really reporting on, I I mean, if you're going to talk about like inciting violence and insurrections with your political rhetoric, look no further than what's going on with the Supreme court. We, we, they just arrested this guy who had, who actually turned himself in to the secret service that was outside of, uh, is it secret service outside of Kavanaugh's house? I don't know. He's got some police protection. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's right. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's secret service or it's, it's yeah. uh, Government police of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he turns himself in, but he was like, he's admittedly on his way to murder Kavanaugh, kidnap him and maybe his family. I don't know. He had like zip ties and fucking weapons on him. Um, and he's clearly like a fucking lunatic that was drummed up, you know, all this anti, you know, this abortion stuff. Like he flew from California, right. Or he traveled from California. I don't know if he flew, but like, he's like upset about abortion and the gun control thing. And now he's going after a fucking uh, Supreme court justice. And they, you know, that, that doesn't seem to bother them at all because they want, they like the result of that. Even if he doesn't get, you know, um, clearly he didn't get away with it, but you get the threat out there now. Now it's like, yes. Like what's the point of protesting in front of a Supreme court justice's house because they're not elected officials. They're there for life. So what are you doing? What are you doing outside this guy's house? Well, you're trying to intimidate him to change his fucking mind, right? And now, like, you don't even have to fucking imply that they will fucking kill you and your family if you don't fucking change your mind on things. They actually have at least one guy that was ready to do this. And as soon as they, they took him away, a bunch more protesters went to the house and, and started protesting again. Yeah, and and protest, it's intimidation. It's just pure, open intimidation. Turn the turn those tables around, and it's a bunch of Trump supporters on the lawn of uh, fucking Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Right. It's 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 um, it's some pro-choice group called Ruth Sinus, and now they're going. Now they're talking about going after Amy Coney Barrett and protesting and outside of her home and her church uh, and even like there's even been talk of them like uh going after the school that her that her kids go to like they're they're talking about going after her kids uh, like yeah I, that you know as much as i do despise people that work in government i think there has to be a line you know and they're, they've clearly fucking crossed it you don't get to just go to on people's fucking property and protest. Uh, you don't get to go after their fucking kids. These people are fucking despicable. And they are like the, the things that they're getting upset about the January 6th stuff is so benign compared to what they're actually doing uh, to what they're actually doing and getting upset about. Like they, uh, they just would, they would be beside themselves. If uh, uh, any Trump supporter, any Republican did a fraction of what they're trying to get away with, they would be triggered beyond belief. They would be pearl clutching like you couldn't fucking imagine. And yet, because they like the the result that this gets them, they don't say anything. They're, like, they're just they'll barely denounce it. I can't tell you how many articles I've seen that talk about right wing violence, how much 
how violent the right is. All this, like all this talk about right wing violence. I, I even did an episode and just like covered two or three different episodes or co- two or three different articles that talked about it. It's like, where where is this violence actually manifesting itself? Because the actual violence that we're seeing is these people going after going after Supreme Court justices at their homes, uh, going and shooting Republican legislatures at baseball games, attacking Rand Paul and his wife outside their outside their home. Like the actual violence that's being done is being done from the left. And not only is that where the violence is coming from, but they're also encouraging it. Like they don't, these people don't get They don't get uh, plastered in the mainstream whenever it's one of them. And half of these fucking mass shooters are leftist nut jobs. So, but as soon as that comes out, as soon as you actually get to see their blog and see just how progressive and psychopathic they are, and uh, see what their voting history is, then they get uh, memory hold really quick. Like, why is it that it's all the talk is about right wing violence, but the right wing is not actually violent? I mean, the the most violent part of the January sixth insurrection was like in the tunnels underneath uh, underneath Congress. There were two factions pushing. There was the Capitol Police with shields. And there was a group trying to push their way in. And as they were pushing back and forth, um, like they're just yelling, let us in. You don't have to keep us out. You just, you can just let us in. And on the other side, they're like, no, we can't let you in. Well, this one like security guard got hung up and like he got pinched up in a, uh, like a gate or something. And they all pulled like all of these violent protesters pulled back. They got the guy out where that he wasn't hung anymore. They got him over the line where that he was with the rest of the security. They asked and checked and made sure that he was okay and that he was safe before they started pushing again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, these are like, these are the, the violent insurrectionists that. Um, Very courteous for the, the attempted coup. But, I, you know, Justin, I think you're forgetting about Charlottesville. Oh, yeah, Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlottesville, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, January 6th. Like it's getting, clearly it's getting exponentially worse with each fucking passing year. Uh, You know, it really is unbelievable. They just got done blaming Tucker Carlson's rhetoric for the fucking Buffalo shooter, the replacement theory and all that shit. They literally just got done with that. (laughs) And they like they turn the page and now it's like, oh, yeah, no, rhetoric has nothing to do with like like you have like Chuck Schumer and shit telling people like we're coming after you, Gorsuch. This is like you're going to feel the whirlwind or whatever. If you go through with this, you've got that bug eyed bitch here in Chicago saying that this is a call to arms. Well, then Maxine Waters, uh, she's Maxine Waters has been get in their face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ann Esther. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. They they just get they just got done blaming you know Tucker Carlson for an unrelated shooting, and then they they just they can't even take a fucking step back and look in the mirror and be like, okay, uh, maybe we shouldn't fucking push this January sixth thing so hard because look what uh, our rhetoric has been uh, manifesting. <laughs> I don't know, man. It it really is just a a completely dysfunctional system that I don't see a way of of reconciling this. It's just too far gone. It's way too far gone on like a number of different levels. Yeah, we're, I mean, the divide between, I mean, it's it's not even necessarily the right and left at this point. It it is a, a divide between progressives and anyone who's not insane but that divide has become so deep like i don't know that there is any reconciling that yeah well and what's adding to it is that sane people are afraid to call crazy crazy call it for what it is like stand up and be like no this is fucking insane that was probably at least half of the fucking response to COVID. 
right? Like half of these people are just going along with it because they're afraid. They're afraid of getting canceled. They're afraid of being ostracized because they think this crazy element of society is much bigger than it is. And why do they think it's much bigger than it is? Because that's all you get from fucking the corporate press day after day. It's, um, you know, <laughs> we, we have that we're in the pride month now. I was, uh, I was tweeting about that. Like we've gone completely fucking insane and people are just afraid to fucking say, no, 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 no. This is fucking nuts. This is absolutely nuts. We're having fucking tranny, uh, like strip club fucking kid days or whatever the hell's going on. You got fucking kids stuffing dollar bills down fucking trannies thongs. It's not going to lick itself. This is what we're doing. This is what we're focusing on. Uh, we've got cops going through and doing these like gay pride parade things instead of uh, storming buildings to save children. The fucking funniest thing was this Postmates tweet that uh, I, I saw at about 1.30 this morning, right before going to bed. <laughs> Great imagery. Great imagery. Let me see if I can pull that up. But for those of you guys that aren't familiar with Postmates, it's basically uber eats it's uh it was a company that got started i don't know where it, it was always been in chicago i don't know if it where it started but they never made any money they were never profitable but they were able to chew into that market enough and hang on even though they lost like hundreds of millions of dollars they were able to take up enough market share to get bought out i don't, I don't know i forget who bought them out was it uber eat it, it was somebody that bought them out for like $9 billion. I remember seeing that and just being fucking absolutely disgusted. So anyway, they're a, they're a food delivery service. You can call them up and some guy will go pick up your, your delivery. You can uh, like place random orders, like things that don't have menus. You can send them grocery shopping, things like that, right? They tweeted, what the fuck is this? I, I hate how the desktop looks different than your phone. <laughs> It's hard enough for me to fucking navigate this shit when I'm on any social media, but they move stuff around. I get all fucking confused. Actually, Justin, can you pull this up? Uh, yeah. Do you on Twitter? We should play the video. Give me, give me the ability to share. I'll oh, pull I it up. Make it make it all right. Bear with us, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna play the the sound on my end. All right. Let's go ahead and roll that. Miss Pride. Well, if you're a top, it seems like you can eat whatever you want. But if you're a bottom, you're expected to starve? Not this pride. Introducing the bottom-friendly menu from Postmates. We teamed up with Dr. Evan Goldstein from Bespoke Surgical to bring you a menu of bottom-friendly foods backed by science. Insoluble fiber won't help you feel cute. So avoid things like whole grains, sweet bran, cauliflower, potatoes, legumes. Hold up. Are you just fully diving into those beans? The problem with these foods is they don't dissolve in water, which could cause a traffic jam in your digestive system, making a mess of your evening. Speaking of messy, it's a good idea to avoid dairy. I cannot handle lactose right now. Look at it. If you're going to eat something insoluble, give your body about 24 hours to process all of it. Soluble fibers and protein are the key to having some good, clean fun. These all digest easily and slowly while feeding your good gut bacteria, which makes sushi a great bottom-friendly option. There's no right or wrong way to bottom, but if you're planning on getting peachy this pride, the bottom-friendly menu on Postmates has the kinds of foods that can keep you feeling good. Are you working? You know, what I learned from this video is that I, I obviously don't know anything about gay culture. And honestly, I don't think I want to. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the bottom is the one that gets taken to pound town. I knew, I know that. <laughs> In the gay arrangement. Um, yeah. I guess, you know, it doesn't have to apply to gay. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure gays aren't the only ones uh, going through the back door. But <laughs> I can't believe that this is a serious fucking. <laughs> it's absolutely fucking hilarious. But at the same time, just despicable, despicable, like ass kissing to the pride, to the pride uh, movement here. So 
for those of you that were just listening to the audio, uh, which is probably the majority of you, you really should check out our, I spent a lot of time on this fucking, on the lighting in here <laughs> and uh, trying to get video up for you guys because none of my computers here have, uh, <laughs> have the, uh, the webcams on them. So I have a whole separate setup. Justin can't see me. Um, and he's going to have to stitch all this together. It's extra work for him. So go check it out on Rumble. I guess I'll have to link to that in the description, huh? Yep, I'll send you the link. All right. So for those of you guys that were just listening, there is this ad. It's a cartoonish ad. It's like a claymation or something. They've got all kinds of like fruits and vegetables dressed up in weird sexual stuff. Like one guy is just wearing a fucking like jock strap. It's like a peach with a jock strap on. There's an eggplant with uh, like some S&M leathery get up on. And they're, they're, uh, well, you heard the audio, you know what they're fucking talking about. The, the entire world has gone fucking insane. Like somebody actually put this together as a, as an ad campaign for Postmates for Pride Month. And it says here, the tweet was, you shouldn't miss a good meal for a good time. <laughs> That's why this pride, we've teamed up with Dr. Evan Goldstein, I'd really love to be a part of this, and Smart Throb, whatever that is, to create the world's first bottom-friendly menu. Yep, it's real. Eat with pride. And then they go on to say here, there's a couple more like follow-up tweets. Um, mm -mm. My favorite one was, oh shit, where'd that go? Did that get pushed down? Look, you keep saying fruit and pushed, and like you're using all these gay terms. Like, dial it back a little bit. Dial all of these puns are 100% intended. <laughs> uh, it really is unbelievable. They like, I can't believe that this is a serious thing. If this was a joke, it would have been the funniest fucking joke ever. And I wouldn't have deleted Postmates as soon as I fucking saw this. But they are 100% serious about this. They are tired of bottoms being um, stigmatized. Where is that fucking? God damn it! That response was so great. Yeah, they're they're, they're sick and tired of all this like um, focus on heterosexual things. Bottoms shouldn't be stigmatized. So here's a bottom friendly man, dude. The the imagery on this is absolutely fucking disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting, gay or straight. Like they're literally talking about getting shit on your dick from fucking and what kind of foods to order to avoid that. That's what we're going for here. And the imagery, don't eat this, stay away from dairy. Like Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who could possibly like if your job is to sell food? Make people hungry so they order food on your site. And this is what you come up with. This video talking about bowel movements, gut bacteria, all this disgusting shit that has nothing to do, literally nothing to do with your business plan whatsoever. All the things not to eat if you don't want to blow your butthole out after getting your butthole blown out. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> What do we, you know, best case scenario, how uh, <laughs> you're not going to be in good shape after uh, after being a bottom for a while. And uh, this is some of these fucking dreams. I hate fucking desktop shit. I hate it. I don't know how to navigate this. Where did all my stuff go? I liked a lot of these things. Specifically, I liked all these like ridiculous comments on this just so I could pull them up for this purpose. And now I can't find any of it. But yeah, the comments were gold. So see if you can find this. This is where we are now in, in the Pride Month, um, the evolution of this Pride Month. I used to think that like the um, the Breast Cancer Awareness Month had, had gone too far with just all the pink bullshit everywhere and like the 95 plus percent of uh, breast cancer survivor rates now. Like you're watching the NFL and it's just like, a fucking pink outfit threw up all over the field. It's everywhere. Breast cancer awareness, this breast cancer awareness, that now we have the pride month where everything is just fucking rainbowized, except for 
Postmates uh, profile pic. Uh, I don't know. What's up with that? They haven't rainbowized their little Postmates guy. Obviously, they are not that committed to Pride Month. Yeah, they're a bunch of fucking bigots. Clearly. Clearly, they're a bunch of bigots. And hom- like <laughs> homophobia. You, you get accused of homophobia if you if you're not a fan of this right it's like yeah that's right i'm afraid of gay people um no no i just don't want my food delivery app talking about sodomizing people and the proper meal prep to do in order to uh, accomplish that in the best way i don't know call me crazy the uh, the replies to this are pretty good for those who are watching the video you can watch as i kind of scroll through it <laughs> Stop. The good ones. Postmates. We're tired of heterosexual sex. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> oh, here we go. The bottom friendly menu is not intended to be substitute for professional medical advice. Always consult your physician before undertaking a new healthcare regime. Restaurant availability based on user location. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Yes. They, they have to put their disclaimer in there so they don't get fucking sued. Did you see there was that... Uh, there was that lawsuit. Uh, Geico was ordered to to pay five point two million dollars to uh, some chick who claimed she got an STD from fucking in her car. <laughs> They're on the hook now because I mean I don't know what lawyer she had. It's a crafty motherfucker. Like they clearly had some policy that you know was like any damage you sustain while inside the vehicle or something. <laughs> we're going to be responsible for. And I don't know how you prove that that's when you got the STD. It was when you were in the car fucking, but yeah, they're on the hook for 5.2 million. So you better have that disclaimer in there. Just because you ordered sushi doesn't mean you're going to have a pleasant bottom experience. I don't, I feel like the, uh, I feel like the Futurama Hubert Farmsworth meme uh, more and more every day. It's like, I don't, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what's that do we have that jingle like the more you know i want to play that oh that god i i actually i have it saved somewhere so for anybody who watches the video i will probably put that in there <laughs> build that just in because you eat sushi doesn't mean you'll have a pleasant bottom experience i don't remember if we were still recording or not i was talking about the uh the burger king the burger king and um I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's austria they have burger king has where you can either get uh for for pride month only you can either get two bottoms or two tops on your burger you don't have to have a burger with the top and bottom bones. and I, like i feel like the dual top would be too much bread but the dual bottom would just be too much like crust i, I don't know it's like is there a way to do something in between i don't it's uh well yeah i think it's the normal bun oh, oh is that normal. what it is that, is that that's how not that what works? i meant i didn't mean to imply that you know, two tops and or two bottoms is not normal of course not it. absolutely not <laughs> i got it you homophobe it really is like the the best for if you just want to see uh all of clown world on full display like pride month is where it's at Oh my gosh, I gotta stop scrolling through the replies to this. It, Dude, it just gets fucking gold. They're so fucking funny, man. I was it's like what I did for the first 45 minutes this morning. I woke up and I remembered that this tweet took place and I started scrolling through the fucking comments and it was just so goddamn funny. And then of course you see the people that are like actually like upset about like the gay people were upset about this, straight people were upset about this. I just think it's fucking hilarious but it does bother me when companies just like you know they're clearly just carrying water for a movement that they have no they don't really care about (laughs) i just can't imagine being this guy that works at postmates that put this together like somebody put together the whole animation for this the dialogue how do you do that with a straight face yeah good advice for anybody that wants to uh experiment you don't have to be gay to be a bottom. <laughs> but you know, this kind of this kind of ties into the January 6th thing because we know none of these corporations actually give a single solitary fuck about Pride Month or any of this bullshit. It's all 
it's all for show. It's all just to make money and cash in on the thing that is popular for the month. It's the same with the January 6th shit. Like, they don't actually think that that insurrection was worse than 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. They don't actually want to hold any of these people accountable for anything. They don't actually want to look into any of the videos around it because obviously we all know what the videos show. The whole thing is a bunch of pomp and circumstance. It's to demonize Donald Trump and it's to try to push an agenda for more gun control because I guarantee you this is going to get tied into all of their new gun control proposals, even though literally not a single person at the Capitol had a gun on January 6th, except for the police who shot somebody. Um, like it's it's going to get tied into more gun control. It's going to get tied into red flag stuff. It's going to get tied back into more surveillance. You're already got, uh, what was it? The Supreme Court upheld that the border patrol within a hundred miles of the U.S. border can basically raid your house without cause for, and, and uh, take your shit. I can't remember what the exact, I had it pulled up when I was reading through it earlier, but uh, like, I don't remember what the exact case was on that, but like, this is, it's all, it's all tying into like, they don't actually care about the thing. What they care about is how can I use this to, to milk you dry and to control your life a little bit more. Yeah. How can they exploit this event, any event whatsoever in order to take away more of your rights and your freedoms that, you know, never let a good fucking crisis go to waste. January 6th was apparently a crisis for a small number of Americans, and they're going to blow that way out of proportion. And if you don't think they're going to be working on language in these bills, specifically designed to be vague and undefined so that they can use that as this, you know, carte blanche to do whatever the fuck they want to people that dissent, you got another thing coming. Like this is actually like, we're kind of joking about this, but it's fucking terrifying when you actually think through the ramifications of the, the world's most powerful government getting this type of control over people, being able to label you something that they can't define, that they refuse to define. That can be, you know, a, a domestic terrorist is anyone from, you know, setting off a fucking bomb in a building to walking through a building when they open the door for you. Okay. And then once they label you that, forget it. Forget it. They can do whatever they want to you. And now that you've been labeled as that, regardless of whether you did anything or not, they can hold you as a traitor or terrorist or whatever. Yeah. Ad infinitum. Like that. that they can hold you in prison indefinitely. I mean, that's yeah. that's basically what they've done with uh, the the Buffalo Shaman dude and a bunch of other people who actually entered the Capitol is they, they're not being charged with anything. They're just being held because of what is it? Terroristic activity or treasonous activity or yeah. what? Like there's some yeah. bullshit that they're they're just they're holding them with with for it's, nothing. Yeah, it's like what they did to Sean Connery in The Rock. Yeah great movie but yeah they they can do they can do whatever they want to you um they're like look at what just happened in canada with the the whole truckers thing they can stop you from fucking banking they could probably just you know take everything from your bank accounts if they don't freeze it they can you know make sure your kids can't go to school they can fucking do anything they want they've got control over every aspect of our lives and this is, I can't think of anything more dangerous. Like talk about playing with fire. We're playing with fire and there's like a huge gasoline can right next to it. And we're like, you know, it's like teetering back and forth and we're like kicking it around to see if like what, what's going to happen if it falls into the fucking fire. This is going to be an unmitigated disaster. Absolutely. This is not. And if you're like on the left and you think, oh yeah, like these Trump supporters will go get they will turn it around on you. Every single one of these people that are sitting in a fucking hole somewhere because they thought that this um, they they could go into this building and they thought that their president was like screwed out of this election or whatever. Every single one of them supported the Patriot Act, which created all these apparatuses. Apparati. Apparati. There we go. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> okay. 
Epperetta. I know I sound like a hillbilly, but I am pretty decent at uh, the English language. Maybe not the actual speaking part of it, but. Uh, yeah, well, they get to use all of these things. They turn it around on you now. And it's being used against everybody that supported these things. It's now being turned around on them. And if you don't think that once you give Chuck Schumer the ability to do this to people, that the next administration or the next fucking Congress that gets in there and you don't like what they're doing, you don't think they're going to turn around on you. You are the one of the most naive uh, persons on the face of the earth to ever walk the face of the earth. And I guess we get the government we deserve, but we don't, we certainly don't deserve this over here at the Peddling Fiction Podcast. We deserve a lot more Postmates commercials for Pride Month. Uh, the, I mean, we really do as a, as a people, we really do get the government we deserve because at the end of the day, we, we really are just a society of fucking morons and we get the most moronic government you could ever imagine, basically. All right. Well, the uh, the only other thing I have in the stack here today is um, something that the media doesn't want to talk about. I don't think we'll be seeing any, you know, dedicated 24 hour news cycle to this kind of story. There's not going to be a congressional hearing on this or anything like that. But it's uh, it's from The Washington Post. You know, democracy dies in darkness and um, it's it's about inflation, but it's not the kind of inflation that would be captured. In the, the CPI, you know, we always talk about how the CPI is so flawed at, at the most basic level. A, a way of measuring prices is not the proper way of measuring inflation. But they, they've also re-engineered it to get you a, a lower inflation number. But this other thing that they do is has been deemed uh, shrinkflation. And they say, no, you're not imagining it. Package sizes are shrinking. Now, a couple of people have sent this to me, and I think a couple of people posted it on the uh, the Discord group. So this has been making the rounds, but these numbers are pretty fucking staggering. From toilet paper to yogurt and coffee to corn chips, manufacturers are quietly shrinking package sizes without lowering prices. It's been dubbed shrinkflation, and it's accelerating worldwide. In the U.S., a small box of Kleenex now has 60 tissues. A few months ago, it had 65. Chobani Flips yogurt have shrunk from 5.3 ounces to 4.5 ounces. In the U.K., Nestle slimmed down its Nescafe Azira Americano coffee tins from 100 grams to 90 grams. India, a bar of Vim dish soap. I don't know what that is. Vim dish soap has shrunk from 155 grams to 135 grams. But have no fear. If you're buying bags of chips, you are still getting the exact same amount of air. Yes. <laughs> uh, shrinkflation isn't new, but it proliferates in times of high inflation as companies grapple with rising costs of ingredients, packaging, labor, and transportation. Global consumer price inflation is up an estimated 7% in May, uh, a pace that will likely continue through September. It comes in waves, blah, 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 blah. Um, this is one of my favorite things here. Uh, Dorsky, Edgar Dorsky, a consumer advocate and former assistant attorney general in Massachusetts, began noticing smaller boxes in the cereal aisle last fall and says it's ballooned from there. He cites dozens of examples. Uh, uh, Cottonelle Ultra Clean Care Toilet Paper, for all you bottoms out there, uh, has shrunk from 340 sheets per roll to 312. Folgers Coffee, this is my favorite part, has downsized from 51-ounce container to a 43.5-ounce container. But it still says it makes up to 400 cups of coffee. Why? Folgers says it has this brand-new technology that results in lighter-weight beans. <laughs> that's, that's their that story, exist. and they're sticking to it. <laughs> no, 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 you're not getting less coffee. Uh, our beans are magically lighter. <laughs> they, they must have gotten them from the same guy that sold Jack his magical beanstalk beans. <laughs> I was going to say, so, to, so how long before the uh, all the non-GMO psychopaths like come glom onto that? Because there's no way you made your beans lighter without genetically modifying it somehow. That too. Yeah. I wonder if they can apply this technology to other things. Like, can they make my suitcases lighter for when I fly? Um. Fritos, a bag of Frito scoops marked party size, used to be 18 ounces. 
it's on sale in Texas at some chain stores for that uh, that size and that price. But almost every other big chain is now advertising party size at 15.5 ounces, and it's more expensive. Pepsi Cola didn't respond. Um, Gatorade has shrinking their uh, 32 ounce bottles to 28 ounces. They're tapered in the middle. They claim this is unrelated. It's, uh, it's something that they've been planning. So it's easier to hold on to the bottle. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, you know, uh, shampoo, 12 ounces, 10.4 still costs the same price. Um, snack bars and shit. Yeah. Everything it's, you know, some of these are 10%. Some of them are more, some of them, they shrink by like 10, 15% and they raise the price. Domino's pizza is shrinking. It's 10 piece chicken wings to eight pieces. And you're getting the, the, the same price there. Um, it, it really is just, well, one of the things that's implicit in this is that the uh, they don't want you to see the prices go up. You know, customers pay attention to the price of things, but not necessarily to the size. And if they change the size or the shape and they're actually like uh, you're getting, you know, seven ounces instead of 10 ounces, it takes it takes people a lot longer to catch on to that. It's very, very sneaky what they're doing here. Um, And none of this, again, is captured in our, our CPI. So if they're just buying the same basket of goods over and over again. Um, I think, you know, Cheez-Its to me would be the biggest historical offender of this. I was thinking about it. Have you seen a box of Cheez-Its lately? <laughs> when I was a kid, those things were fucking massive. And now they're like the size of my fucking hand. And they probably cost at least just as much. I don't know. They don't mention that in the article here, but I feel like Cheez-Its is the biggest it's offender. Been, it's been some years since I've eaten a lot of Cheez-Its, uh, me too, they, don't, they don't have that shit in Mexico. <laughs> don't get Cheez-Its or any of those, uh, you know, goldfish, things like that. Those cheese crackers, they, they're not big on that. <laughs> uh-huh, I bet your diet has changed a lot in Mexico. How, do they do they offer bottom menus in, in Mexico? <laughs> that's, a, that's an excellent question. They don't have Postmates, but I can't speak for the other. They have Uber Eats. They got uh, Rappi. I don't know. They are very gay friendly in PV. It's probably the gay place in Mexico. When you get back down there, ask them about that. Be like, so look, I was curious about this friendly menu. And what do y'all do about that? I, I don't think any Mexican food is probably going to be very bottom friendly. I, think I, wouldn't, that is just know, like, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. God damn, is this disgusting? <laughs> it really is. Just. Absolutely. I can't imagine a worse topic to put with food. I'm still just like, it's almost as ridiculous as just the whole fucking gay thing. Uh, You know, they do have the, uh, there is the children's book, Everybody Poops. So I guess it, you know, it's just nature. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The important thing to remember is that there's no right or wrong way to bottom. That's the big takeaway for today. I don't know. Probably we, a good place to end is on on the uh, yeah. the talk of the well, end. This is going to be like the, the most entertaining video that we've had for the show. Oh my god! Well, it is a Friday episode, and believe it or not, we haven't been drinking. We should have been drinking for this. Well, at least I have. No, I got to go to work. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we're doing a happy hour in about three and a half hours. Uh, it's about four o'clock now here, Chicago time. We'll be doing our seven thirty. This is our regularly scheduled one. So you're getting back-to-back happy hours for those of you that can join us. I take it you're going to be at work. Are you going to pop in? I'm going to try. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I don't know what else to say, really, except that there are some really serious problems here. Uh, we're out of baby formula. They ever get that figured out? Oh, God. Well, let's talk, let's talk about that on Tuesday because that, there's, a, there's a lot to talk about with that. We got baby formula. We'll tease that for Tuesday. Inflation running amok, and they're only giving you half the story. But the real story here is the tragedy from January 6th. Uh, was that a year and a half ago? Is it a year and a half ago? Was yeah. That, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, man. That's the, you know, the biggest thing. It's, it's you know, right there. Every, every morning I wake up, I think about January 6th. 
I can't get past uh-huh. it. I, I'm sure AOC is the exact same way. Um, poor thing. Pearl, Pearl Harbor and 9-11 all rolled into one with the evil Cheeto man at the helm. Yes. Yeah. And I was He's about literally worse than Hitler. Right. The other thing that I just find hilarious about this whole thing is that everybody in that fucking building, all of these pussy politicians that were shitting themselves because there was a riot at the at the door. None of them want you to be able to have guns inside your building to defend yourself in that situation. None of them do. So, I, I you know, I, I think we should take away their armed guards and uh, let them risk insurrection or no, we'll just make sure that all their guards only have a. Uh, a seven round magazine and a caliber no bigger than a 22 or they can have their muskets because that's what the second amendment was about um but yeah these fucking i was about as close to the the january 6th thing as alexandria casio cortez so yeah it is very traumatic we'll try to get past this as as a nation i don't know but make sure you uh everybody has a nice weekend Don't forget to order your bottom-friendly sushi for those of you that are going to engage in that sort of behavior. We accept all kinds here at the uh, Paddling Paddling Fiction Podcast. I always say it takes all kinds, and I really do mean that. So we're going to do a happy hour in a couple hours here. Oh, shit, I forgot to mention. The great Robbie the Fire Bernstein has axed the live Summer Porch Tour. We're still going to do it, but he doesn't want anybody to come. So it's going to be just me and him. And maybe I think he's having like one other guest on. So none of you fucking degenerates are invited. We will. I will still be at their show on Saturday night, the 18th. So anybody in the Chicago area that wants to come to that and hang out, I'll be there uh, having a good time. Can't wait. Very excited about that. Probably the only thing I have to look forward to until I get out of Chicago. But yeah, we're going to hang out there. We'll see if I uh, if I end up on their live podcast after that. Got to start um, harassing Robbie the Fire to have me on that, so we can plug the uh, the next super spreader. Which you know, I did a poll on Twitter. I forgot to check the results, but as you guys know, I don't give a shit about democracy, so <laughs> I'm gonna do it in PV because you know I was talking to the the building, and I can do it at the, uh, they have these like really cool little, little bar lounge areas and I can do it there. And then we'll have access to the pool and the beach and it's closer than the airport. And they've gotten rid of all their retarded mask rules and things like that. So we don't have to venture off to the, uh, the 2019 time capsule that Sayulita is to um, have one of these events. So I think it's going to be easier for everybody involved if we just do it in Puerto Vallarta at my place. Cinco Buenos presents Sayulita Super Spreader 2022 Puerto Vallarta. It's going to be in December. I believe it's going to be like the same, like the second weekend in December. I'll confirm those dates to make sure that everybody that I want can make those dates. And yeah, going to be a great time. We'll put those tickets on sale pretty soon. And that's it for me. You got anything else? Uh, I've got a good episode coming out on Monday with uh, Don the Pleb and Matt Erickson. We did a live stream on Tuesday of it. So if you missed the live stream, you can catch the episode on Monday. That's going to be, uh, it was a really good one. Or or you can go to my YouTube channel and watch the live stream because it's still on there because I haven't gotten my own new YouTube channel nuked yet. Oh, la-di-da. Yeah, he only <laughs> nukes other people's fucking channels. Yeah, I was going through my emails the other day and I like, came across the ones that they sent. I was looking for another email and I came across the one like, we have reviewed your account and after repeated violations <laughs> nuking your channel because we need to protect people yeah yeah they really protect protected everybody from the fucking truth uh like six months to a year before they actually acknowledged that that was the fucking truth so doing the lord's work i stand by every fucking thing i've said on this show including all this power bottom stuff Oh, power bottoms? Do we even? We didn't even get into that. Oh no, let's not. Let's. That's a bridge too far. Oh boy! All right. Well, uh, stay tuned for that. We'll drop this episode probably tomorrow, right? Saturday. I just put out a rant last night or this morning. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Go listen to that. Let me know what you think of these uh, rants that I do because I have a lot of material. 
and uh, I can go on forever. So do all that for me. And we will be back on Tuesday with a brand new episode for you. And until then, you know the drill. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace. <laughs>